When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Pardon the interruption, but I'm Mike Wilbon. Tony, I overslept this morning. When is the last time you overslept? I'm Tony Kornheiser. About three weeks ago, I was in bed until, you know, 5.15, 5.30 in the morning. Overslept. Yeah, bad. Yeah, I, I missed I missed the flight to Chicago. I missed the pod, your podcast. I woke up at 5.12, and you were already done. Had moved on, ready yeah. to go to the golf course. I call Stern. I'm like, it's 5-12. I'm ready to roll. Oops. Yeah, I didn't um, go to the golf course, but thanks for those kind wishes. Beautiful day here today, actually. (laughs) Welcome to PTI, boys and girls. In today's episode, the Lightning bounce back, the Angels do not, and Phil Mickelson returns to golf. But we begin today with the Golden State Warriors flipping the script on the Boston Celtics last night. The Warriors pounded the Celtics 35-14 in the third quarter and coasted home. That series is now tied 1-1. Wilbon, you were there. What did last night's win tell you about the Warriors? That Tony, they're still the Warriors in terms of name, brand, and brand recognition for most fans viewing this. But when you have Wiggins and Poole, and you, you have new contributors, and they have to contribute, Tony, Looney, guys who were not contributors to the three championship teams. So you still have the stars. You, 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 you know, you have Curry, you have Thompson, and, and Clay hadn't played these first two games, really. And you have Draymond, who was at the center of last night's game in all ways. But the three of them by themselves don't get it. You didn't even have Andre Iguodala activated last night and in uniform, even though he was for game one. So these are like the core of the Warriors, those three future Hall of Famers. They're still there and recognizable. But if you don't get those big contributions from elsewhere, you get what you had in game one where Boston gets an ensemble contribution and they get Al Horford to score big and they get this again. Last night, everybody chipped in. They defended the court and they pushed the Celtics down to a, another, a really poor shooting night. But that's the way they have to play, Tone, with that personnel. So you were not here Friday, and I will repeat what I said Friday to you now when you can hear it, that had any other team lost a game like that in game one, up 12 in the fourth quarter at home and give up 40 points to a defensive-oriented team and a team whose best player shot three for 17. Any other team would have been reeling and panicked, but not the Warriors because of those three fellows and because of Steve Kerr. They are champions. They are veterans. They said, we're going to be okay. And indeed, they were okay. You know, I mean... I don't want to get carried away here, so stop me if I'm going to get carried away. But there's no other team in the league that has earned the benefit of the doubt like the Warriors. And going forward, Mike, Boston has a very mediocre record at home in these playoffs. They're only five and four. So you could see Golden State winning at least one and maybe even two. Again, don't let me get carried away because Boston's very good and they're six and oh after losses in these playoffs. But it felt like the Warriors were saying, okay, we get it. Here we are. Tony, I do. Th- I agree with you to this extent. 
they had to make the adjustments. And usually the Warriors are not on their heels being the counterpuncher. But they were yesterday. But they did fine at it. I'm glad you mentioned Steve Kerr real quickly. Tony, they had to, 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 to have some defensive adjustments particularly so that they weren't just facing a, a lights-out Boston Celtics team offensively. They made those adjustments. Now it's Boston's turn to adjust. That's the great thing about a series. And people will wind up declaring crazy things. It's a back-and-forth situation we're in now. I, I love where we are in this series to watch it. The Tampa give me Bay one Lightning second. Give me one, hold it. Give me one second. Give me one second okay. to talk about the Draymond Green foul. He could have been tossed. Could easily have been a yeah. technical. Would have been his second. I thought so he would have been first, out. But the replay, I, think, I was like, nah. Well, here's what I think. I think his reputation has gotten him unnecessary fouls in the past. So as far as I'm concerned, right. it's evened out. But the important okay. thing to remember is this. Draymond Green does not modify his style of play. If you think he's going to try to avoid these situations, no, you're insane. He's, he's going That's right, right back That's right. at it. That's right. We've had some years of this now to get used to that tone. You were right about that. The Tampa Lightning, the Ning tone, they're back in it. Mm-hmm. After dropping games one and two to the Rangers in the Garden, the two-time defending champs found themselves down two goals at home last night. But they roared back to score three straight times, including the game winner with just 41 seconds left. Lightning defenseman Ryan McDonough called it a, quote, series changer, close quote. Tone, is that how you saw it? I do. I saw it that way. I feel it that way. I got very lucky, Mike. I watched this. I was rolling around in a late afternoon in the golf tournaments, which were not particularly exciting. The Nicholas tournament and the U.S. Women's Open, they they were not particularly exciting. So I landed on the hockey. I landed on the hockey with about three and a half, four minutes left, and it's 2-2. And I make the determination. I'm staying with this until it goes to overtime at the very least. And I think Minji Lee and Billy Horschel can get their business done without me anymore. So then it goes to two minutes. And then it goes to one minute, and you cannot move when you're watching it. And then they get, boom, they get that goal. It goes under Shesterkin's left side and with 40 seconds to go, whatever it is. And I know the Rangers are not going to tie. That's just not, you know that's no, not going not to happen. happen. I watched the last 40 seconds, and I think to myself, and I think like a Ranger fan, because I grew up in New York, and every Ranger fan is thinking this, Mike. Oh, my God. We could have won this right here. We had a chance to go to OT and win and go 3-0. And this is such a dramatic goal. And it is such a late goal that we're in trouble. And I'm glad Tony, I saw it. Listen, I, 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 I don't have a real rooting interest. I'm kind of rooting for the Rangers. I was at some games in 1994, and I remember the magic of it. The ins and outs and ups and downs leading to the final series and the championship, the first in a million years, 54 years, whatever it was. And... I've been thinking that. I've been thinking that watching the Rangers. And so last night, Tone, I get involved at 2-1. It's 2-1 Rangers. I, when I turn on, it's 2-1. I'm thinking, oh, my God, the Rangers are going to go up 3 nothing, yeah. and we're going to put yeah. away this SEC NHL team. Listen, they're the champs. They let them off the hook. I understand the Rangers are trying to spin this differently. Well, we almost stole one. No, 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 no. You let the champs off the hook. This is not That's unlike right. letting Curry and Thompson off the hook. Or, you know, I mean, I, I, I don't want to get too carried away because maybe the Rangers will come back and take a 3-1 lead. But right now, Tom, uh-huh. to me, this series is even. It's even at I, 2-1. I, 
Totally because agree. the lightning totally happened. I, I, normally, I don't believe in playoff momentum, but I do in a case like this where you win that game down 2-1. Over the weekend, the French Open singles titles were won by Rafael Nadal, who is 36 and openly talking about retirement, and by Iga Sviantek, who is 21, crushing everybody in sight. Wilbon, whose win was more impressive to you? Nadal. Nadal is... And, and I would go this way, like we would have these questions about some young tennis stud and whose win was more impressive, that 27-year-old kid or Serena Williams? And the, the answer would be Serena Williams as she got on and, and, and occupied the stage in a way that only the greatest of all time occupies. Friatek, we, we got time for that. And it was an impressive win, and it's an impressive win to keep that streak going. So I, I'm not trying to minimize what she did, and she's 21 years old, and we may have her for a while, but we may not. Because this happens, particularly in women's tennis, all the time, where somebody pops up by barely a drinking age or voting age, and then and then they're they're in and they look great, and then they're gone. I mean Osaka. I mean we don't know what we're gonna find with Osaka, and I, you know, she's my favorite tennis player, one of them of all time. Nadal, Nadal crushed this kid. This kid idolizes Nadal, and he crushed him. And Nadal does not look like somebody still trying to come back. He looks like somebody all the way back to his all-time maybe GOAT form, so the answer for me right now is Nadal. I, I agree. I don't want to track over everything you said. Um, Sviantek has beaten everybody in sight and beat Coco Goff, who'd never been in a major final before, in about 15 minutes. I expect We'll see them both. Hope I did not expect yeah. Nadal to win. I thought Nadal was going out to joke. Nadal can't even feel his foot. He has to take injections to play. I thought he was going out to Djokovic, and he beat Djokovic. I thought he was going out to Zverev, and then all of, all of a sudden Zverev's being hauled off in a wheelchair because he's got no ankle. I, I, yeah, I knew he'd beat the Norwegian kid. I, I understood that yeah. because yeah. the Norwegian kid idolizes him. But I didn't think he'd get this far. But now I'm just going to turn left a little bit. This is a historic moment in tennis because Nadal now has 22. Now he's two yeah. up on Federer, who's not going to win anymore. And no. he's two up on Djokovic, who might. Because Djokovic is one year younger than Nadal. But you've got to tell me this, Mike. Where is Djokovic going to get three to pass Nadal? I don't know he that with three. Tsitsipas and Zverev and Medvedev well, and, and, and the, yeah. the Spanish kid. You know, Alcaraz. You know, all of those. I don't know where he gets three. And it comes back to this, Mike. If he hadn't fooled around... With the vaccination explanation, if he hadn't he done that, two. maybe he, he wins more. in Australia. Maybe, okay. yes, maybe. Well, and that may undo him ultimately. That's my point. Let's go to something even bigger than that. That's big picture. Let's go bigger picture real quick. Are we talking GOAT? Is Nadal right now in the GOAT seat for you? I mean, wait, he's past no. Federer and no. he's going to win another no. one or two. No. Huh? Not to me. Why not? No. What? I'm old. I'm old. Laver's the greatest tennis player of all time. Okay, but Nadal me too. is in there with, you know, Borg and, you know, and Connors and Schur and Federer and Djokovic. So and, you you're know, not putting him people. in the goat seat. You're not going to carry him not. around on the chair in the Coliseum. No. You know what? No, he gets to sit. He gets to sit going one, two, three, four, five in a in the second seat in the back. We don't know who's in the front yet. Let's take a break. Coming up, the Angels have suddenly lost 11 straight. Will they get things back on track? You got the doll in the way back with the 12-year-olds. Come not on, the now. Way. I didn't. No, he's not in the third seat. 
Not in the third seed. He's in the second seed, I said, with a bunch of other guys. That Phil Mickelson is going to return to golf this week. Our thoughts after the break. Okay, as long as you don't have to wave Borg. But I got late. Pardon the interruption is presented by Corona Extra. Find the fine life. Live la vida más fina. Part of happy hour. And in part by Champion. Giving women the confidence to play by their own rules. Vivid Seats wants to get you to the games you love this spring. Experience every pitch, assist, and game-winning shot live and in person. And the best part? Each transaction is a step toward a free 11th ticket with Vivid Seats rewards. Score unbeatable perks like free tickets, surprise seat upgrades, and annual birthday deals. As the official ticketing partner of ESPN, Vivid Seats is offering you $20 off your first $200 ticket purchase with code PTI. That's code PTI. Visit VividSeats.com or download the app today. Vivid Seats. Experience it live. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. Welcome back to Pardon the Interruption, presented by Corona Extra, part of Happy Hour. You've got issues. We try to address them in mail time. Let me see what's first here. Mail time? Everybody's here got go. issues. Everybody. Your thoughts on Phil Mickelson returning to golf at this week's Saudi Golf Tour event? Well, Tony, um... I thought he was going to return. I know the other day it was sort of reported that his name wasn't on the list, whatever that meant. And I know Phil stepped away, and he talked about that in this statement, a rather lengthy statement about stepping away and, you know, therapy and all that stuff. And I, I, I get that. And, and, and I guess those of us on the outside, even those of us who know Phil a little bit and have rooted for him like I have over a long period of time, you want to see what he's got in terms of his game. You want to see – if he can concentrate, if he can focus, is he going to be really ready to perform and play golf at his high level? Or is he distracted by the, by the, by the recent you know, few months and all that he's been involved in at his own hand and, 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 a, and, a, and a lot of this? So I, I, I'm just curious. I know you even, even been more so. I didn't think he would play a couple of times and he didn't play. I told you early in the spring, back in the winter, he was not going to play at the Masters. He was not going to play the PGA, and, and he didn't. And so now he's back. Let's see what he's got. Let's see how the world treats him. It's interesting. You take a very narrow view. You're looking at Phil Mickelson. I am surprised that he is doing this. I did not think he would do it. But I'm going to take a wider view now. The week after that event is the U.S. Open. What's going to happen? The U.S. Open is is the USGA. It's not the PGA Tour. Majors can decide. The Masters... The British Open, even the PGA tournament, they can decide on their own what they want to do. Are they going to let him play? How is that going to work? Because I'll tell you this, Mike, 
Yes. If, if it works out that golfers can play the majors, they'll play the Saudi tour for the majors and yeah. the money. That's yeah. what they're going to do. I wonder, is Jay Monahan talking to the USGA? I want to see the response here. But again, I'll go back. And I love Phil. And he's a huge draw. But I'm surprised by this. I did not think he really? was going to do it. I did not. Tony, yes, I Tony, did not. There's I thought the other pros had gotten to him. There's too much money for Phil to not play. He's got to play. He's not retired. There's conscience money, yet. too. Mail this. Are you confident the Angels will get it back together? No. No, the Angels have lost 11 in a row. And after people had declared them, you know, on the way to uh, not only a World Series but a dynasty, and, and, and I, I find them likable because you know, for, and for obvious reasons for me, I'm such a Joe Madden fan, that I find myself rooting for the Angels now. But, Tony, they've lost 11 in a row. I'm more confident that they won't recover, that they won't rebound. There's nothing in their history, and by history I mean the last eight to ten years in the Mike Trout era, and he's like struggling. There's nothing in their history that says they're going to rebound and get it together, so no. Yeah, Mike Trout is 0-4-26 at the moment and batting 0-9-5 in the bad streak. It's not just 11 in a row losses, it's 15 out of 18. And three of those, the last three are losses to the Phillies. The Phillies had something like this four or five days ago. They fired their manager. They fired him. Now they have beaten the Angels three in a row. The Angels are in that same spot. So if you're the general manager of the Angels, you have to be thinking or at least asking yourself this question. Is it time for us to change out of Joe Madden? Is that the way that we get out of this? They were in a first place tie. They were 24 and 13. Now they're eight and a half behind Houston. They're 27 and 28. Mike, this, this is... You want something large to happen here because I have yeah. no confidence in them either. This is the moment the Phillies had, and now we'll see they how the line. Angels do it. That's enough flat email. Line. Let's take one last break. Still to come, Donovan Mitchell is reportedly upset that Quinn Snyder resigned. Where does this leave the Jazz? Yeah, I wonder about that. Will the Avalanche complete a sweep of the Oilers tonight? The Utah Jazz have to be blown up. I, I don't see any way around that. And they haven't done anything to justify right. keeping them together. Right. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured... It was green and good! 
loved. The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the hypnotic team. Every season is hypnotic and tequila season. Hypnotic liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Pardon the interruption is presented by Corona Extra. Find the fine life. Live la vida más fina. Part of happy hour and in part by Empower. Providing saving, investing, and advice. Happy time, people. Happy 24th birthday, Kenny Pickett. Sneaky old, right? Pickett was a first-team All-American quarterback last year at Pitt. Completed 67.2% of his passes through 42 touchdown passes, only seven interceptions. Pickett was the Johnny Unitas Golden Arm Award winner. The knock on Pickett, his hands are small, but the same was said of Joe Burrow. Pickett was the first quarterback taken in this year's draft, the only one taken in the first round. Pickett was taken by the Pittsburgh Steelers, who need help now that Ben Roethlisberger has retired. Pickett will compete with Mitch Trubisky. The Steelers are surely hoping this Pitt quarterback has the kind of career Dan Marino had. Mitch Trubisky is going to get the benefit of professional head coaching from Mike Tomlin and his staff. A lot better coaching than he got in Chicago. And you watch. Trubisky is going to be a Pro Bowl-level quarterback for the Steelers. Happy anniversary, American Pharaoh. On this day, seven years ago, the Bob Baffert-trained Colt became the first Triple Crown winner in 37 years, winning the Belmont Stakes by five and a half lengths, going wire to wire to do so. American Pharaoh later became the first horse ever to win the so-called Grand Slam by adding the Breeders' Cup Classic to the Triple Crown. Because the Breeders' Cup didn't even begin until 1984, American Pharaoh was the first Triple Crown winner to race in it, and he went wire to wire for a six and a half length victory. That was American Pharaoh's last race. He has now retired to stud and has already sired multiple grade one winners. Tony, the Triple Crown races get lost in the sports calendar to me now. When is the Belmont? Has it been run already? Belmont is this coming Saturday, and the Kentucky Derby right. winner will be in it after missing the Preakness. Okay. I want to see that. That is Rich Strike, I believe, is the name of the horse. Happy trails to tonight's game for Evander Kane. The Oilers' controversial left winger suspended for game four tonight after dangerously boarding Colorado's Nazim Kadri early in Colorado's 4-1 victory on Saturday night, which gave Colorado a 3-0 series lead in the Western Conference Final. Kadri could miss the rest of the playoffs with what is being called an upper body injury and which could be a broken thumb. Kane received a five-minute major penalty for the hit. Kane sighed with Edmonton after San Jose released him from violating COVID protocols. Kane had previously been suspended for 21 games for submitting a false vaccination card. Tony, that hit was so dangerous. It seems he's got to go away for more than one game to me. You know, he plays on the line sometimes with Dreisaitl and McDavid on a star-driven team. He's been an important part. More than one game suspension, though. It look, doesn't that hit look like it's worth more than one game? It does to me. Does to me. If the guy's going to miss the rest of the playoffs, Come on sure. Now. Two omissions in today's show. Another massage therapist has filed a civil lawsuit against mm. Brown's quarterback, Deshaun Watson, mm. alleging sexual misconduct. She's the 24th to file. And the NFL Network reports that the Rams have agreed to pay Aaron Donald a guaranteed $65 million over the of next course. two seasons, which doesn't I, surprise either of us. Nonsense about retirement. Nonsense. We wasted days with that. Let's go to the big finish. Quinn Snyder Let's resigned. Do Donovan Mitchell is reportedly, quote, unsettled, unnerved, and wondering what it means for the team's future, unquote. Your thoughts? That group should be blown up, Tony. They've had enough chances, and they didn't get it done. And Donovan Mitchell will be wanted by a ton of teams. 
blow that thing up. You got to start over there. Minji Lee won the U.S. Women's Open, and she won by a lot. You impressed? She won by four. She was way below par. She won pretty much wire to wire. Yeah, I was very impressed. It's her second major, I believe. The Athletic reports it's more swing. likely than not that the Suns will move your boy DeAndre Ayton this yeah. offseason. How are you feeling about that? Then when they didn't max him out last summer, that became fairly apparent, Tone. It's, I, I, I hate that. Michael Jordan will meet with finalists Mike D'Antoni and Kenny Atkinson about the Hornets head coaching vacancy. Who do you think he's going to pick? Where's he going to meet with him? Grove 23? Why don't you put him on a yeah. par three, see who gets closer to it. Hire that guy. Last one, the athletic reports. <laughs> Rasheed Wallace will be a candidate Gee. to become an assistant coach for Darvin Ham on the Lakers. Would he be good? Both guys played hard when they were in Detroit. Teammates with the Pistons. Both teams played hard, my man. We're out of time. Trying to do better the next time. Roy and Walter need Neil. Shout out Sam, too. I'm Mike Wilbon. Same time tomorrow, Knucklehead. You can get the podcast on the app or Apple Podcasts. And now, here's Sportsnet. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S dot com.